For the final time this basketball season, we welcome you to State Champs Indiana Hang Time presented by Lawrence Technological University. If you've got the dream of playing college sports, LTU offers two dozen varsity sports, including men's and women's basketball. Lawrence Tech wants you to recruit yourself. More on that later in the program. We made it. The race has been run. We have completed the basketball season. And of course, compared to it this time last year, we completed the postseason as well. Your state champions, Bar Reeve, Blackhawk Christian, Silver Creek, and Carmel. And again, there is amazing symmetry to what happened two years ago and what could have happened last year as well. Talking about four state championship games and putting a bow on the season, my name is Greg Rakestraw. The star of the show is Bob Stambazzi. Hello, my friend. How are you? Well, it's just peaches. I tell you what, what an exciting weekend for Indiana high school basketball. Wait a minute. If you were in Indiana, you were blessed to have basketball all over the place with the NCAs being here, capped off, as I will say, with the cherry on top with the championship games uh, uh, Saturday. But boy, great. What great calls you had Saturday on some phenomenal basketball games. Thank you. I was going to say, I had the closest finish of a night game in Indianapolis for about 25, 30 minutes. Uh, and, and then that title went about four or five blocks down the street uh, to uh, to Lucas Oil Stadium. And obviously, uh, as we are recording this, we record this on Mondays. Uh, and so the uh, one versus two national championship, Gonzaga and Baylor will take place uh, on Monday evening. But the race has been run for Indiana high school hoops. And before we get to any of the game-by-game game breakdowns, just your thoughts on us getting this completed, Mr. Stambazzi. Uh, seriously, it's a dream. Uh, I, I never thought, uh, even after the start of the season, once the season started, we were going to get to this point, Greg. It, it, it's a bit of blessing. Uh, everybody has done their due diligence. Everyone, and, and I got to credit the IHSAA for doing a phenomenal job and making sure everybody hopefully stays clear of the COVID as much as possible and the guidelines and research they put out each and every week to the schools was second to none. But to get the season finished and have true basketball played at, at Bankers Life with in front of some fans, the families, uh, we were so blessed this year to get it done because I'll be quite frank, None of us, and I'm going to tell you, just say that, none of us thought we'd be at this point. So I'm going to start with the fact that of our four state champions this year, all of them appeared at a state championship game two years ago. Bar even Blackhawk Christian played for the 1A championship. Blackhawk Christian won handle two seasons ago. Silver Creek wins a 3A championship. They beat Culver Academies two years ago in the championship game. Carmel wins the 4A championship, and they won two years ago against Ben Davis. So, and if we had played this through last year, I think Barib would have made the state championship game. I'm not sure if they would have beaten Gary 21st century, but that's who I think they would have played. Blackhawk Christian would have won the 2A championship last year with largely the same team. I have little doubt in my mind. If Silver Creek could have gotten out of their regional, which had numbers one, two, and three in it, and the host school Washington playing in it. Carmel, again, I think could have made the state championship. They would have been the underdog, although they literally had the exact same starting five, if they had played either Lawrence North or Lincoln South. That's likely how it would have played out. And remarkably, three of those four teams made 
the semi-state this year. To me, Bob, it is remarkable the fact that the symmetry between 2019, 2020, and 2021 played out where so many familiar names and faces were at Banker's Life Fieldhouse or potentially a year ago would have been at Banker's Life Fieldhouse. I, I would concur with that 100%. And when you sit there, Greg, and, and you look at programs, and uh, and we, we talk a lot about, oh, so-and-so came in for one year, and then they were done because uh, the, the cupboard's bare, as people like to say. Well, that's not the case with these programs. And it, it, you got to give great uh, – Great. It's a great testament to those programs, the coaches, and the feeder systems to be back year after year. I mean, you look at uh, uh, two of the four uh, eight there that uh, that play great uh, have been there five times the last ten years. I mean, yeah. those are remarkable numbers. Let's talk about game by game. Let's go to the one A championship game, and that one was about as according to Hoyle as any of the games uh, that that took place on Saturday. I thought Barbary was about 15 points better than, than Couts. They won 64-48. Obviously, Couts wanted to get up and down the floor. Barbary is, again, they're not Southern Indiana stall ball, uh, but but they're, they can play half court, but it's their defense that they hang their hat on. Um, it, it, and Kurt Hope, I thought, would be the difference, and he was with 19 points, a 1A state – I'm sorry, 19 rebounds, a 1A state championship game record breaking a record that Bobby Jolliffe had for Hauser that had stood for the last 15 years. Just your thoughts on Bar-Reeve winning the 1A championship game. Well, the thing that jumps out at me, you knew the Wireman boys uh, from Couch uh, are outstanding players. They were going to get their points. But what I thought Bar-Reeve did, uh, Greg, they took uh, the Kneifel kids out of the game. And by taking the other, their two big players, uh, 6'4 and 6'5 uh, twins, out of the game, only uh, getting uh, six and four points, that was huge because they both averaged double digits. And to be able to defense, as you've talked all year, this uh, Bar Reef defense is really, really good. Well, they showed themselves and taking out what I thought were two outstanding basketball players slash athletes out. And, and, and Bar Reef is very impressive overall as a team and uh, the hop kid uh, he's everything you hear about up north this kid's legit i think there's little doubt he's on the indiana all-star yeah. team uh, after the way he has played over the course of, of the last two rounds of the tournament and again it's 1a basketball you say okay he's a 6-8 kid against 1a yeah. competition well he had to go against 6-4 and 6-7 in the semi-state he went against 6-4-6-4 or 6-4-6-5-6-5 in the state championship and he was still a man amongst boys again. He's going to play at Bellarmine next year. He is, again, in my estimation, one of the top 13 players in the state. Let's go to 2A, where it took a while for Blackhawk Christian to separate. Credit to Park Heritage. They kept it competitive maybe longer than some thought. It was an eight-point game going to the fourth quarter. Blackhawk Christian pulls away. They win 55-40. It took Caleb first to have to get going. But Caleb first leads the way. And again, Blackhawk Christian, um, again, I, I thought they were the heaviest favorite of the tournament going in last year. In my mind, they would be three times state champs in a row. They'll settle for being two. And I also believe that Caleb first, I think, locked up Mr. Basketball on Saturday. Yeah, you look how he started. You, you, great comment. You know, he got going in the second half. I liked him in that in that locker room at halftime. You know, he has two points and some fouls in that first half. Uh, but he came out, and I tell you, he was dominating. 
He literally was dominating. He was blocking shots. He kind of closed down that middle. They were still going to attack. I thought Park Heritage did a great job attacking the middle when they could. And, uh, hey, if you block my shot, you block my shot, but maybe I'll draw the foul. But uh, Blackhawk Christian, uh, Caleb First uh, really stood out, as everybody thought he would. But to me, he really came to play in that second half on both ends of the court. And I, I believe, Greg, Park Heritage looked at that, and their psyche went sideways because they felt after that first half, maybe, just maybe, we got them right where they wanted them. They did. They had first get upset, and they come out in the second half, put 18 on the board. In 1A and 2A, I thought the bigs would be the difference. And it's exactly the way that it played out. Kurt Hope for Bar-Reeve, Caleb first uh, for Blackhawk Christian. Before we continue, if you're a student athlete and feel you've been overlooked by universities, Lawrence Technological University has a unique program for you to recruit yourself. Take a listen. If you're a high school athlete with the dream of playing college sports, Lawrence Technological University wants you to recruit yourself. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports for men and women, along with several dozen world-class undergraduate programs. Athletic and academic scholarships are available in all sports, including its newest additions, competitive cheer and dance, e-sports, women's hockey, and men's and women's track and field. Visit LTUathletics.com and recruit yourself. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. All right, with that, let's get to the two evening games. And I thought these would be the two closer games of the day. They most certainly were. And Silver Creek followed what was basically their path in each round of the tournament. They won, but perhaps it was a bit closer than people expected. All the credit in the world to Leo. Silver Creek wins at 50-49. Leo was down 10 with four minutes left to play, gave themselves an opportunity. But for as much as Silver Creek won that game, there's going to be some conversation about what Leo did at the end of the game in terms of taking timeouts, passing up a three to take a two instead, where the clock simply expired in the final five seconds for Silver Creek to hang on and win their second boys basketball state championship in three years. Baz, your thoughts on the 3A title game? Well, Greg, I got to say this. Uh, I don't know in the country where you find better uh, game management than Indiana high school basketball coaches. And I, I read a lot, uh, people very concerned. Hey, you got to save a timeout. Hey, you got to do – how do you think you got there? You used your timeouts <laughs> uh, accordingly. And, and, you know, and you and I both have agreed. Leo's a very gritty team, a team that's going to come at you each and every ball game. Yes, did the clock run out with the ball bounce on the floor after the final shot? Yes. But the point being is this. They were able to get themselves into that point, and there's going to be a lot of conversations. You say, why did they pass up that three? I mean, eh, why did you call the timeout when you did? Well, they no, it's basketball. It's, it's the heat of the moment, but you're processing ahead. And, and I just think you got to give a lot of credit also to Silver Creek because the mad rush was coming down the line at them, and they, I'll say, held on. Uh, to win that game, but they put themselves great in position uh, to win that game. And, and a lot of credit needs to be also thrown towards Silver Creek for what a great job they did. Let's talk about Blake Davison for Leo. 20 oh. points on the second half, began the game 0 of 12 from the floor, oh. just kept battling. And the combination of Troyer and Allen 
again, are they the basketball players that Trey Kaufman Red and Cooper Jacoby are for Silver Creek? Probably not. But were they athletic enough to to allow them to be competitive on the glass? Leo out-rebounded Silver Creek by two. And both Kaufman Red and Jacoby averaged double-doubles on the season. Again, just kept battling. So nothing but respect for the Lions. And if I reference the 19 boards that Kurt Hope had in the 1A game, how about the 18 and 18 that Cooper Jacoby had in the 3A championship game? This kid's a horse. I mean, this kid can <laughs> play. And then, you know, you brought you brought up, you know, about uh, the the rebounding that, that Leo had. That was a very, as you saw, a very physical game on the inside. So it was men against men uh, Saturday in that 3A game. Finally, we get to the 4A championship game, Carmel and Lawrence North. And Bob has given me grief good-naturedly each of the last two years about the amount of times I have seen either Carmel or Lawrence North. And both of them are in the championship game. And Lawrence North, given them the two weeks, given their senior lineup, they played all of six guys in the overtime game on Saturday. They completely changed how they played defense in the course of two weeks. They came out and played all man-to-man. They're a team that has been 75 to 80% zone the entirety of the season. They came out with some full-court pressure. They forced 15 Carmel turnovers, which is nearly double what they average on a game-by-game basis. Yet Carmel still found a way. It took overtime, but Carmel wins both the semi-state championship and the state championship in overtime. Carmel makes it four in the last 10 years. They win 51-46. Carmel, your 4A state champs. Baz, your thoughts? Jack Kiefer. Uh, Greg, you just alluded to to Lawrence North and what they were able to do. And and I look at a mastermind, what is he, 77 or something like Mm -hmm. that, 76 years old. Uh, But but what a credit to uh, Indiana basketball and Jack Kiefer, the class act that he is. He knew he found a niche in that armor of, of Carmel he went after. And it almost brought him another state title. And these kids played so hard. But, man, I go back to a comment you made last week, Greg, on the show, that <clears throat> last time Carmel Lawrence North played, uh, Carmel was missing a young man by the name of Waddell. Yeah. Well, let's just say Waddell was there this time, and he was very <laughs> well noticed. Uh, this kid can play uh, just like his dad. And uh, this kid is very, very special. But uh, we got to see what I felt uh, was a real classic, uh, big time. It wasn't going to be 80 to 75. But we got to see a classic Indiana high school basketball from the defense play, the offenses ran, and the inside moves that were going to have to be made. This was just a classic Indiana championship game. The four favorites won. But especially and really, I'd say the last three games were perhaps even more competitive than, than folks thought it was going to be. Your state champs again, Bar Reeve, Blackhawk Christian, Silver Creek, and the Carmel Greyhounds. Baz, I offered my thoughts on Mr. Basketball. Um, we have kind of whittled the conversation, I think, down to three or four. Who you, you got to wear that Indiana number one jersey in the month of June? Well, I'm going to have to agree with you. I, I, I really believe uh, coming off that championship uh, game on Saturday, Caleb first just solidified it. Uh, he went out there uh, as a true champion and struggled 
in that first half. Came out in that second half and played Caleb first basketball, but he made the adjustments. And I think the adjustments he made uh, were, were just perfect. And I, I believe that just from own heart uh, that he, uh, Caleb first from Blackhawk Christian, will be named Mr. Basketball. That's my, that's my belief. Baz, an absolute pleasure for me to do this each and every week, both during the football season, during the basketball season. Let's do this again come August, a little more than four months from now from high school football. What do you say? Sounds awesome to me, baby. Let's get her done. All right. Bob Stan Vazzy joining me. My name is Greg Rakestraw. Thanks to Greg Mash behind the scenes. Wes Wolf for such a huge part of our season as well. That does it for this season. Our second one of State Champs Indiana Hang Time presented by Lawrence Technological University.